0: Hello and welcome to the Deception Tips Podcast, where you will learn amazing cues to detect deceit that will help you read people like never before. I'm your host, Spencer Coffman. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the Deception Tips Podcast. I encourage you, if you're liking this podcast, if you're enjoying it at all, if it's benefiting your life, etc., I would really appreciate it if you would take the time to leave a review because reviews will help others find this podcast and discover it. Currently, I only have a few of them out there. So if you could really uh, leave one on wherever you're listening, if it's iTunes or iHeartRadio, wherever it may be, if you would leave a review for this podcast, it would I would really greatly appreciate it and it would help other people learn about this as well. In addition, if you don't mind sharing it on your social media, that would be awesome just to get a little bit more buzz and a little hype around it, get a little more people interested in this. Now, a little clause of disclaimer here, full disclosure, I'm not making any money on this podcast. I'm not doing this for a profit venture. I'm strictly doing it to help other people learn about deception, learn how to read others so that they will not be taken advantage of. So you sharing it and you putting a review on it is not for my profitability here. This is to help other people. So if you are at all interested in spreading this word, sharing this, then I encourage you to do so. It's not going to financially benefit me in any way. So therefore, with that out of the way, hopefully you will be a little bit more willing to share this and to leave a review and help me out that way, helping other people out as well. So here we are. This is, like I said, We're on episode number 45, but before we get into the sign of deception or the deception tip for today, this week, we have a little bit of a recap on what we talked about last week. Now, we discussed a sign of stress or defensiveness, stress and tension, something that you may not know is lying until you poke and prod a little bit further. You need to look for those signs, those extra signs, those clusters and patterns of behavior that go into that. We talked about the neck dimple and how it is a pacification gesture. It is massaging that area. They are pacifying the urge to release the stress and tension on that nerve. Remember, there's a huge nerve that runs down the front of the body, right down the sternum, and that nerve is, is something that when people are stressed and tense, they need to kind of massage that away and feel a little better. So the neck dimple area, which is the V spot on the top of the sternum, where the collarbone kind of meets the middle, directly under the throat area below the Adam's apple is that V in the bone. That is the neck dimple. So people sometimes massage it, touch it, etc. In addition, if people are wearing a necklace, typically it is with women, they may kind of fidget with that necklace to pacify the urge to massage the stress and tension away from the neck dimple. In addition, men, they often wear like buttoned shirts or maybe they have a tie on. They may fidget with the top buttons or may adjust their tie or fidget with their tie knot as a pacification gesture in an attempt to pacify that urge to massage away the stress and tension in that nerve on their neck dimple. In addition, some people who may not even... Wear a tie or a necklace or button shirts, they may just massage that neck dimple. So you may walk in on a conversation later and see that someone's neck is real red there or it's kind of blotchy and you may say, well, what's going on? Well, they were probably recently massaging that area to release that stress and tension. So now it is your job to see why they are full of stress and tension. What is making them so stressed? Is it because they are lying or is it because of something else? It could be the situation could be the environment it could be the people it could be any number of factors that go into that so it's your job to look for patterns and clusters of behavior to see whether or not it is a lying situation or whether it is something else so today we have a different sign of deception this one is something that is very very unique in that we haven't seen anything like this before however we're going to talk about them coming up a lot more because it is something that people do unconsciously, just like all of these other signs of deception. It is also one that is a direct, forceful sign in that they are directly telling themselves to do something. It is something with a gesture, and it is very, very apparent, and you will be able to spot it now that you know what it is because when you see it, it sticks out like a sore thumb. So here it is. This is deception tip number 45. Liars may place their hand or fingers over their lips in a hushing position as if they are telling themselves to shh. Here it is again. Liars may place their hand or fingers over their lips in a hushing position as if they are telling themselves to shh. So, we're going to dive into this. Liars may place their hand or fingers. So, what does that mean? Well, their hand or fingers. So, typically, think about this. It's the shh position. So, when people tend to tell someone else, like if you're in the movie theater or something and people are talking, what do you do to them? You shush them. So, you put your finger, usually it's your index finger, over your lips, and you tell them shh. And that is the shushing position. Or you tell them to shush. If you remember the old, old TV show called Get Smart, it was really hilarious, Agent 86, 99. You had Siegfried, and it was with Don Adams. The chief was in there, Larrabee. Okay, you get the idea. In one of the episodes, they're over at Chaos. It's Chaos and Control, and Max is over there at Chaos, and he tells Siegfried or something, and Zigfried says, We don't shush here! And it's just hilarious. So that, I want you to remember that. Remember the sh it is a shushing position. When you shush someone, you're telling them to be quiet. You're telling them to stop talking. So when someone shushes themselves, they're telling themselves to stop talking. Usually this means because they're about to give up some type of information or they're about to tell something that they do not want to tell. It's a self hushing position. We see this in other varieties. Sometimes they may Use both hands, one hand. It can take on various different forms of shapes. But before we get into all of that and uh, the different varieties this may take and the different forms it may have and the reasons behind it and why it happens, we have to take a little break. So all of that is going to be coming up right after this. It doesn't take long to read, and it's filled with tips on detecting deception. It's Spencer Kaufman's Deception Tips e-book and contains over 100 cues To detecting deception. Available on Spencer Kaufman's website or any major retailer. Here we are once again. We are on Deception Tip, episode 45, number 45, about shushing. And I really hope that you guys are taking advantage of this, that you're listening to all of them, that you're sharing with your friends, talking about them, and really kind of mirroring them on each other, showing each other what they look like, practicing spotting them so that you can really know how to read people and detect deception. So we need to dive into this a little bit more and why it happens. So basically, we're going to break it down real simple. When you tell someone to shush or be quiet, you're telling them to be quiet, which means stop talking or stop making noise. You do not want them to make any more noise. Talking is a form of noise. It's audible. You can hear it. So for now, we're just going to blanket everything into noise. So whether they're making noise loudly walking, or shuffling their papers, or talking, it's all noise, we're going to focus on the talking, the speaking noise, because usually when we're we're talking about deception, it's about verbally talking. So that's what we're going to focus on with this type of and noise. So when you are telling someone to hush, you're telling them to stop talking. When someone does this on themselves, it's usually because they are talking or they are about to give the truth up. And they are hushing themselves, saying unconsciously, no, stop talking. Now, it depends. There's two sides of this. If it is the unconscious giving this gesture, typically it is because the conscious is trying to tell a lie. So, the unconscious is self-hushing the lie, saying, no, do not tell this lie. I want you to tell the truth. So, the unconscious is giving the self-hushing behavior. This is the only one or one of the only behaviors in which the unconscious is actually saying, no, do not talk, do not tell the lie. Usually the unconscious allows the conscious to tell the lie and says, hey, you can tell that lie, but I am going to give out all kinds of leakage and signs of deception so that someone else can pick it up. Well, this is a form of leakage and it is a sign of deception, but it happens either during or before the lie is told. So, it is self-hushing. Now, the different forms it can have, well, it could be like a finger over the lips. Now, typically, you would see this with one hand. Maybe they put their hand on their chin, and then a finger goes right over the lips, and the tip of the finger, this is usually the index finger, it touches the bridge of the nose. So, they have one finger directly over their lips. Now, usually, it's like a thinking position. However, that could be a self-hushing position. Another demonstration could be when someone has their hands folded together and their thumb and index fingers are extended so it looks like they have a fake gun, but they take that and they rest their chin in their thumbs and then put the two fingers right over their lips. That's another self-hushing position. In addition, it could come like when people fold their hands, but instead of folding them, they're straight together, almost like the praying hands you see, and they would put both of their hands, uh, touch their index fingers to their lips. So it's like two ninja praying hands extended from their lips. That would be another self-hushing position. In addition, it could even take more drastic forms, such as clapping the entire hand over their mouth. Almost like in movies when you see people gasp and they cover their mouths. Something like that, where they would put their entire hand over their mouth. It almost looks like they're silencing them or about to kidnap themselves. That is another self-hushing and a little bit more extreme. So if you see any of these, or even a variation of these signs, so remember any fingers over the mouth, any hands over the mouth where it's completely covering, it's not while they're talking. It's something that happens when they're not talking. They're hushing themselves, then they'll move it away, and all of a sudden start to tell the lie, or tell whatever it is. So it is that type of a self-hushing position that occurs. Watch out for these because they may lead to other signs of leakage. So typically, like I said, you would see this before the lie. Then the lie is going to come out, and the unconscious says, hey, wait a minute, I was trying to stop this lie from being told by self-hushing. Now that the lie is being told, I am going to display other signs of leakage. So now you would watch for the other signs of deception that we've talked about over the past several months, over the past 44 other episodes we've done, you will watch for those. Now, keep in mind, there's always going to be more than one sign, so you'll be able to see these behavioral patterns and other signs of leakage, clusters of behavior. In addition, you need to watch out for those because it may not always mean someone is lying. So, if you see one, like maybe the self-hushing position, it might not be for lying. Maybe they were thinking about something, or maybe they were thinking about something else entirely. You never know which is why you look for these other signs. So when you see this, notice that it is a precursor. It could be a sign of deception. Watch what follows and see if you can find any other signs of deception with what they're saying. When you see those other signs, now you need to refocus on it, target it together, and see if you can pick up on those signs that the unconscious is pushing forward. Now remember, I talk about the conscious and the unconscious like they're two separate beings fighting with each other. The unconscious is... Okay, I'm going to prevent the conscious from telling a lie. Now it told the lie. Oh, okay, it won. Now I'm going to leak some signs of deception. Remember, though, that they are two elements of your one brain. It is, it's not like they're two separate beings. It's really like one's hidden, one's forefront. It's not one is dominant over the other or anything like that. But it's easier to relate to them if they are two separate entities, kind of a fight back and forth. Really, though, it's your one mind. Conscious and unconscious battling back and forth. One is trying to get away with the lie, the conscious is, and one is trying to stop or prevent the lie or make the truth known, that is the unconscious. Now, obviously, in some situations, the conscious may realize the truth needs to come out and then they may consciously tell the truth. And in that case, the conscious and the unconscious are in agreement there. So then you typically wouldn't find any signs of leakage or deception. But it's still something to note that remember it's all one element. It's all one brain, but it's for terms of relation and understanding. That's why I break them up like that. So watch out for different signs, different patterns. Always pay attention to the clusters. If you notice one sign of deception, then you need to kind of make a note of what they said around that, maybe five to ten seconds before and after, and then come back to it, prod them again, and see if you notice another sign. Because if you can notice multiple signs, within one little area that you keep coming back to then it's a pretty good chance that there's something going on with whatever they're saying on that topic. And I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Deception Tips podcast. I hope that you'll share it with your friends. Subscribe to the feed. Check out the Deception Tips blog and the Deception Tips videos. Take a look at my books and as always tune in next week for a new Deception tip.